Welcome to In and Out of Character. This is a podcast about role-playing. Just a conversation between two players about their characters and about the way that they feel about role-playing. That's all there is. Some caution is advised as some of these topics may not be suitable for everybody. Introduce yourself. You don't have to use your real name, of course, and uh, just tell me what you've done role-playing-wise. Oh, well, that's going to be easy. Um, hi, my name is Shalandi, um, and I've been role-playing for about four months. <laughs> right, yeah, I, I I, am so happy because basically when you started role-playing is is when, I first char- when our characters first met. So... Uh, I am so happy to be like one of the, the, the first people you got to roleplay with. Yeah, it's been a really fun experience. And right now, uh, just so everybody knows that you're roleplaying in Elder Scrolls Online with me and uh, Brother Webb, who was in a podcast not too long ago. Yes, we are. Yep. What brought you to roleplaying? Like, what was the catalyst? Because normally I ask, like, what? how'd you first start? But you literally just started less than half a year ago so what was the what was the what was the motivation for getting online with a bunch of other nerds like myself and being like i want to type fancy letters to each other (laughs) because that's what role-playing is it really is yeah yeah you're creating little stories between multiple people that can go on for as long as you want them to Um, When I was young, I used to have a library card and I would sneak off to the library when my dad had me for the weekends and Mm -hmm. I would um, play games online and somehow I found a role playing community that was pretty innocent. It was just like sampling and I was reading other people's interactions and I thought it was really fun. And then later in life, when I was a little bit older, I found another game called um, Habo Hotel. And it was a different kind of MMO game. And we did a little bit. It wasn't really role playing, but I really enjoyed being in game, being in like a digital world. What was this called again? It was called Habo, H-A-B-B-O Hotel. And I think I can't remember who developed it. But it was it's still around today. It's just called Habo now. Now you now it's just Habo.com. Yeah, I see it. What is this? What is this? Yeah. I've never seen this before. <laughs> so I played that when I was like eleven until I was probably fourteen. And I that's where I got into like housing furnishing and decorating. And I stopped playing then. And then we got our PC last April, so almost exactly a year ago. And I started playing it immediately just to see what it was like. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is cool. There's still people playing. And there was still, there was actually like role-playing guilds. I just didn't know they were role-playing guilds. They weren't quite mm-hmm. so organized as what you and I are in now. Right. But it just kind of spurred me in the direction. Then I started playing WoW. And mm. I enjoyed that, but um, had a, you know uncomfortable experience and decided to just quit the game altogether because it was expensive right and i was at a loss because i really wanted to fill that void because i missed gaming and i was like wait i love skyrim i played skyrim when i was uh 17 until i was probably 21 
This reminds me of a game. Okay, so this is flooding back some memories. Like I'm looking at Habo, and there's a there was this old, old game. God, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called. Jesus. Uh, but it was it looks so much like Habo. Uh, but it was it was like this 2D social network where you could like go play games with your friends. It was sort of like Club Penguin, but different. was it Yoville? Yoville? I mean, hold on, let me show you. you know, That's, you know, that was like a Facebook-based game. I played that one, too. And yeah, I it, played Co- Club Penguin, and there was girlsgogames.com. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No, what? It's not, it wasn't, okay, it wasn't Yoville. Uh, God, I can't think of what this thing was, but it, it looks a lot like Yo World, to be honest with you, or Yoville, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so, like, what brought you so you went from you went from hobo habo this very 2d s 3d uh ish sort of um environment all the way to world of warcraft and then you jumped to elder scrolls yes so i played habo that was when i was 11 to 13 or 14 Uh uh-huh and then when i was that age um remember what happened oh my i stopped going to my dad's house (laughs) not gonna go into that story but that's i mainly gamed at his house and then i just kind of lost interest in going over there and Uh my mom didn't want to get me any technology until i was of a more mature age so that i could like go outside and play whatever do that stuff um and then when i turned 17 she let me buy a ps3 right that's when I bought Skyrim. And like every adventurer before you, that was it. Like when <laughs> you got into Skyrim. Yes. Do you know I've actually never beaten Skyrim? Never. I I've played it so much. I have hundreds and hundreds of hours in that game, but I've never finished a main story quest. Yep. I've heard that before. It took me about two or three years of just doing side quests before i was interested in completing the main quest and by then i was so strong i was like one shot one shot the boss one shot the boss yes precisely um i used to love playing that game on like the hardest difficulty just because i was like i i don't know why i just that was one of the games i like to play really really difficultly and i had this stupid little build it was so dumb it used uh the shield in the left hand because that's the only hand you could use your shield it used magic in the right hand, and it was all about using alteration and illusion and destruction to do the things that it wanted to do. So, from Skyrim, how did you? Is that what sparked your interest in the Elder Scrolls universe? Was just Skyrim? Yes, just Skyrim. I didn't play. I hadn't played any of the other Elder Scroll games before that because it was just my first. It was like it had been out for a year, almost two years when I bought it, and it was still full price. And I had mm-hmm. heard so many things. So that was the only game I wanted to try. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got hooked onto that from 17 to 21. And then I had a kid and I stopped gaming. Mm-hmm. And then... As, <laughs> as children will do. Yep. And then she started going to school. And mm-hmm. so I had a little bit of time to myself. And I was like, I really miss being in games. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to go back to World of Warcraft. Like I said, I had gone back. I tried Habo again, experienced that, went to World Warcraft, experienced that, and then wanted something different. And I was like, I had played Elder Scrolls on the PS4 that I bought when I was 21. 
and Mm -hmm. I tried it on the PS4 and I was like, this is garbage. That was about four years ago, five years ago. (laughs) I was like, this is garbage. This has, and I was going from expecting it to be like Skyrim back then. Many people were. And then going from now, expecting it to be more like, wow, and then having that more like a, that comparison. Mm-hmm. And so my expectations were way more reasonable and I enjoyed it. And I've just been in love with it ever since. I like just being in game. I love the graphics. I love the voices. I love that they use a lot of the original ca- voice character actors. Mm-hmm. Same, same. It's just really nostalgic. It's nice. It's it's just really nice to to sit down in a game like a fantasy game like this and just be able to play with your friends or even a role player just to, just to tell each other a story. It's um you and I will just sit there and and fish for a little while and talk non just, just nonchalantly chat away while yep. fishing or crafting or doing whatever. Yep. Just chatting, being in game. I think it's just really it's calming. Mhm. Um, so, uh, you being so new to role-playing actually introduces me, or it opens up the door to a unique question I don't get to ask people a lot. Did you have any expectations going into role-playing? So, I am kind of ADHD when I, every few months, I like to discover a new hobby and I do as much research on that hobby as I possibly can before I go into it. And mm-hmm. so there was a YouTube series or there was a, a guy made a YouTube series about role playing and like how to get into it and what the like mannerisms and niceties and rules basically are. And so I watched that entire series and I think altogether it was like six hours <laughs> Wow! Of YouTube videos, wow. and I came in like totally prepared, but way overthinking it. Like I was so nervous the very first time I ever role played with any of you. It, I couldn't. I was so nervous that my brain blanked and I my fingers froze, and it was like I was plunking one single key on the keyboard, and it was terrifying. But I have relaxed into it. Right, good. Which is great because uh, you and I have role played quite a bit, uh, along with um, many of our other friends, Jabu, Dartambe, um, Varin, Pandrox. Yes, we, we've we've uh, I see you role playing all the time now, which is great. It's honestly really really good. Yes, it's been nice. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any fears going into role playing? Um, not going into role playing, but I have developed a few fears going along. Mm-hmm. Just um, like my content is too dry, and I'm not thinking. Well, I don't know. Not thinking the way my character would think. Sometimes I do have have a hard time getting in character, and mm-hmm. I try to immerse myself. By like really like I'll shut the music off in the game and I won't have anything going on in the background and I'll just listen to the sounds in the game and that mm-hmm. helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I do the same thing actually. Like where where if I can't get into character, I will just turn off the music. I won't listen to anything at all and it'll just be the ambience inside the cave. And I my character can react to those sounds and by using those reactions, I give other players a means to branch off of uh, writing wise. Absolutely. Yep. 
uh, one of the ways I helped, and a tip for anybody who is getting into role playing or just not sure what to do at the time of uh, typing or or whatever, just uh, if you're role playing inside of a game, just again turn off everything except for the ambience and use the ambience to your character's advantage. It's it's very very simple technique and a heck even uh, even I want to say a life hack if you're like having a stressed out day just sit down and listen to the ambience around you it it is a very calming effect oh yes absolutely so are you are you enjoying role playing so far i am yes um because like when i when i first got into role playing oh i absolutely loved it but i made so many mistakes i made so many horrible terrifying mistakes when it comes to role playing like i i role played in world of warcraft um in case you haven't noticed yet there's like a, a bit of a social stigma when it comes to role playing where you uh, you you're not like the chosen one like none of our characters are the um in terms of elder scrolls the vestige like none of us are the vestige and none of us has had our soul stolen from um stolen by Molag Ball in the conclave that is i'm pretty sure there's somebody out there who claims it but that's fine <laughs> um but like we're not the vestige and and we're not like the chosen one in World of Warcraft or or something like that. In World of Warcraft, I uh role played a paladin who wasn't actually a paladin, he was a human shaman. And this is back before um this is back oh god, this was during oh my god. When was this? I'm pretty sure it was right after the Burning Crusade came out, which was like, God, when did the Burning Crusade come out? Like, twelve years ago, fifteen years ago. I only played WoW for like four months, and that was a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah, it was. It re- it was released in oh seven, oh seven. Oh my God, I was seventeen at the time it released. I am thirty two now. Oh, I'm about to be thirty two. Wow. Yeah. So you've been role playing since then? Oh yeah. Uh before then, um I uh I have always really enjoyed fantasy uh our mm-hmm. our role playing. Um I've always enjoyed playing pretend basically. Um given the chance, I would happily go outside and do that with my friends. Um and I was always looking for like a creative outlet which was never provided to me as a kid. Um oh. My family was very um, sports, son. You have to go outside and you have to play sports. Don't you like sports? And I'm just like, I, I don't like sports at all. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I like I, I like playing sports. I don't want to be competitive in sports, which is what my family wanted me to be. Oh yeah. Um, I wanted to go to band. I wanted to play instruments. I wanted to write uh, and read and. Um, watch uh, movies and stuff like that because i was i was a nerd and i just i really liked those things but my family uh being from the uh, deep south of alabama uh did not appreciate those things what was i saying oh that i was gonna say that just breaks my heart that they didn't appreciate that about you oh no it's okay I, i i luckily i'm an adult now and i can do whatever i want uh and what i do currently is flail about and uh do this <laughs> podcast uh is there um like there's what i when i first started uh is what i was trying to say is when i first started i made so many big mistakes um yes 
But like, I haven't seen you make any of those mistakes yet, which is, I got to be honest, you're doing better than I did when I first started. Well, that's because I watched six hours of YouTube videos on what not to do. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, I did not do that. I kind of just jumped in and made this character and had his life tied to Arthas. Uh, if you don't know who that is, it's a big bad of, of World of Warcraft. And, and ugh, ugh, it was it was a horrible mistake. Everybody hated my Well, mostly everybody hated my characters. Oh, my goodness. And did anybody ever try to, like, gently educate you on why that was against, like, uh, protocol? Not protocol. What's the socialism like yeah <laughs> socialism yeah so there was one character who there was one player who was adamant that my character just get killed off uh, because they did not like the idea of a human uh a human shaman oh. and uh because sh- uh humans couldn't be shamans and uh they still can't be shamans technically if you go by class um but there's like a brand of humans that can be shaman if i can remember correctly i haven't been on world of warcraft in forever i don't know um but she was so ad like she was so adamant that my character was just the worst that she constantly tried to get my character killed off oh my Um, goodness yeah like that one i remember and then there was a few people who were better who were just like listen we know that you're having a hard time Maybe it's time to like pull your character back, retcon a few things, and just build it up. And I was like, yeah, maybe I should do that. Uh, and then after Wrath of the Lich King, it was Wrath of the Lich King after that, and then Cataclysm came out, and that changed the whole game. And I had to stop role-playing for a little while. This is when I became homeless. Um, and uh, once that happened, my character... like. I couldn't ever find the group again because they went to a different server and I couldn't remember my passwords and stuff like that. So I just never went back to that character and I made another character entirely. And that just seemed to work out for everybody else in the end. Yep. Um, unfortunately, I still hadn't learned my lesson that maybe I shouldn't be playing overpowered characters. And uh, But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. Oh, goodness. Well, you always, you have to learn and especially if you start young it's natural for you to just jump in and do it and that's a really good way of learning oh yes it very much is um i i I, oh sorry go ahead no no you go right ahead oh i was gonna say i like to learn from other people's mistakes before i stick my toes in the water (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah well you can watch us fumble around i'm pretty sure you've seen callie do a bunch of stupid stuff by now uh no not really i've always looked up to callie and thought that she was a wonderful character Oh, thank you. She's uh, incredibly uh, rambunctious, uh, just like me. So I'm, I'm I'm thrilled that you that you think that. Really. Well, if we can't relate to our characters and find something to identify with in them, then how can we role play them? That's a good point. So uh, this actually brings me to another interesting uh, thought. So when I first started, I when yeah when I first started. Um, I definitely had a little bit of myself in my character. His name was Sylphiris at the time. I definitely put a lot of myself into that character, and I was heavily reprimanded for it. Um, People did not like that, especially when I admitted it. Um, Oh. And then, but, but, but the cool thing is, is as time has gone on, we're starting to see a lot more people be more open about it, being like, hey, there are parts of my character inside of of, of me, or myself inside of my character. Yeah. Uh, 
And I think it's like really helped out the community a lot better. Uh, are there any parts of Shalandi that are are part of you? Um, I hmm. Really, is are there any parts that of me mm-hmm. that are not in her? Oh, um, she is heavily, unfortunately, because she's my first role playing character, and so I'm still getting in the groove of it and. Mm-hmm identifying i'm still developing her backstory actually like i've just started getting into more of who she is as a character Mm -hmm. so it's all still really new to me and so a lot of the times i'm um just kind of role-playing off of my first reactions off of situations instead of what would she do? Which I need to get better about. Like, what would she do? Not what would I do? What would she do? Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's it's easy to blur those lines. Absolutely. Absolutely. Plus, it's fun to, like, type out your inner thoughts. Like, how would I react to this situation? How would I want to react to this situation in a perfect world if I was this really calm collected human being and i had full control of my emotions and thoughts right no i get that um trust me i do because like there are times where i'm where i'm just out in my day and i can feel myself get upset about a situation and i can actually i i i actually will pause myself and say okay wait what would one of my characters do at this point like what would my calmest character do and I'll sit there and I'll think about it and be like, okay, well, he or she or they, whoever they are, would do this as opposed to doing this, which is what I want to do. But if I want to be calm about the situation, I shouldn't do that. Um, yes, yeah. Jack and I, a couple of episodes back, were really talking about how, um, and even Matt, or I'm sorry, Brother Webb, who um, was on the last episode, we were talking about like role playing can be very therapeutic. Um, and I'm starting to believe that role playing can be a form of self help, um, much more than people give it credit for. Absolutely. I don't know if you've heard. Um, it's. I don't know if it's not. It's not really much of a saying, but a lot of times in in therapy and when I've spoken to wise people, they've told me that even sometimes just saying something out loud to yourself, if you're stressing about it, helps you visualize the problem differently so typing it out and writing it out and doing that with different situations Mm -hmm. different storylines like it's it's therapeutic it would be like you're you're writing out your inner thoughts like how you would process the situation how your character would process the situation you're writing it out and it's it feels really good it feels really good to write after going so long without writing and then getting back into it 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 does release all the good happy feelings in the brain mm-hmm. that is yeah all the all that delicious serotonin yes right into my brain no i get From it uh, mm-hmm. um i am a person who actually has had to struggle with um with instant gratification before um i uh, used to uh <laughs> i used to lie a lot and I would say, like, it wasn't a lie at the time. It would be, it'd be very intentional. But I would say, hey, I'm doing this. 
um, or I'm doing that. And what I would get from that is um, people going, oh, cool, good job. That's very cool that you're doing that. And my body would be like, oh, yes, please, more, more praise. Thank you. <laughs> um, I had to stop myself from doing that so much. Um, matter of fact, I, I no longer tell people I'm going to do something. I wait until I get a little bit of it done and say, hey, this is what I'm doing now. And this is the progress I've made. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's because I don't I don't want to tell people something I'm going to do, get that delicious, delicious serotonin in my brain and then not do it. Yeah, uh, not follow through. I get that. Mm-hmm. When it comes to role playing, um, one of the reasons why I enjoy it so much is because I can sit down with my character calipers and type something to you, your character, uh, Shalandi, and then get an immediate response uh, to that. And it's almost like an instant form of um, mm, pleasure isn't the right word. What's the word I'm looking for? Gratification. <laughs> uh, kind of like it's, it's, it's just nice to be able to put something down and have someone like almost immediately respond to it. I think that's the reason why I like MMO role playing a lot more than other forms of role playing. Besides for that tabletop role playing is a good example. Mm-hmm. Where you can sit down at a table and be like, okay, this is what my character is going to do. And then, the other players can respond and you're all having a really good time with it. So, uh, but with that said, um, have you tried besides for the uh, Habo Habo hotel mm-hmm. and this, like, have you tried any other forms of role-playing? No, no, not at all. You're a, nope. you're a fresh baby. I'm a, I'm a fresh face. Yep. You're a little tiny baby, baby girl with, with big dreams and a, and a really cool character. I like Shalandi. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. I like her too. I uh, I really, I always say Shalandi because I'm lazy, but I always want her to be pronounced like Shalandi because it sounds more elegant. But I'm always lazy and I say Sha because it's like the I, first half of my name. <laughs> I always like when I pronounce it like out loud, I've always gone Shilandi. I don't know. I, I don't... know. Shilandi. That's what it At... looks like. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I was, I still have trouble saying D'Artambe, D'Artambe. See, there we go. D'Artambe, D'Artambe. How do you say his name? D'Artambe, I really like that. I think it sounds, it's a really good name. It's a nice name to say. I like the way it feels when you say it, D'Artambe. Uh-huh. And I I feel the same way because, um, (laughs) like, I see all these cool, I'm so jealous of Red Guard players, of Khajiit players. And who was the other one of, um, I think any Mer players, um, because, um, uh, Mer, for anybody who does not know Elder Scrolls lore is basically the Elven, uh, is basically the term for elves. Like you have your Red Guards, your Nords and your Imperials. Um, those are your man, your men, uh, man, your, your, the, the, the human races of, of Nern. And then you have the Altmer, the Bretons and the... Not the Bretons. Yes, the Bretons. Bosmer. Bosmer, Altmer, Bretons. The Bretons would be cl- classified uh, under the human category. They would. But they're like half and half, aren't they? I honestly, I don't know too much about, I don't, I don't know too much other than Khajiit lore. Oh, that's fair. That's the only one I've looked up so far. That's fair. So basically what I'm trying to say is like Khajiits come up with these Khajiits, Red Guards, um... Khajiits, Red Guards, and um, most Mer races have these beautiful, elegant names. And my Argonian is named Runs with Calipers. 
and everyone just calls her Callie. To and and I'm like every now and again I look at my character's name and go, "You're so fucking dumb. <laughs> what what is up with your name?" No, honestly, the very first time I role played with you in that group setting, and we were in Cold Harbor, mm-hmm. and I saw your name, I literally laughed out loud. I was like, "Runs with calipers." That's an awesome name. <laughs> that is precisely the point. That there is no other reason other than to make people laugh. The whole name spawned from a joke from Oblivion because my friend was watching me play Oblivion, and in that game, you can find calipers everywhere, and I, I never got rid of them for some reason i can't remember the reason why um i don't even remember if there was a weight to them or not but i just had so many calibers and my character's name was something stupid and edgy like i don't know kills with honey or something like that my friend uh looked at me and says should have been named runs with calipers and we had a good giggle about it and when i finally uh joined eso when it first came out way back when i i went with this name because uh they were one of the people i was uh originally starting the game with just uh just to bring on a joke and it is a great name i mean it's a good joke it's a good joke i thought it was really clever i showed it to my husband and he was like brake pads (laughs) runs with brake pads (laughs) that's actually believe it or not believe it or not that is something that i've gotten quite a few of sometimes like some people will get the reference some people who have played oblivion will understand the reference and uh We'll, we'll laugh about it and tell me, oh, that's a great name, and I love your character, and, and I like the way she looks, and so on. Um, but then, again, there are some people, like if I go role-playing in the open world with um, over at Bangkori or Kari or whatever it's called. Bangkari. Uh, Bangkari. Bang, the Bang place. Uh, Anchor Point Inn. Uh, people will sometimes whisper me and go, why is your character named after a, bra- uh, after a piece of a car? And I'm like, oh no, how do I explain this to you? Yeah, no, I uh, I didn't even think about the brake pads until he pointed it out. And then I was like, oh, wait, is that what it is? No, that can't be what it is. It's got to be because my immediate thought was like scissors, calipers mm. and scissors mm-hmm. because of the kind of game we're playing. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll be honest with you. I don't know Jack's Dilly Squad about cars. Anybody who anybody who gives me credit for knowing something on a car, I don't know it. I know how to change my brakes. I know how to change my tires. I can change my own oil, and that is it. Disclaimer. But hey, I mean, at least you know how to do that. Yeah. Was there, um, uh, moving on into a, like, a sort of another question, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Has there been a, a bit of a shock factor when, it, when, it, when it's come to role-playing, especially in like such a large community as um, the Divine Conclave and its parent community, the uh, SoCon community? Oh, when I first mm-hmm. um, joined the guild and they had me fill out the application and I had to make a Sokin mm-hmm. uh, account and then sign up for them. And then I was so lost. I had a hard time navigating the website and navigating the forums on the Divine Conclave's um web page and i was like what is this it was a little overwhelming but after being walked through it and it's really nice that they have the um, mentor and discipleship program set up so mm-hmm. that people aren't just thrown into it and been like ah, good luck right yeah uh, it's a it's a good system i'm not gonna lie i have three disciples myself um and they're all sort of taking their time with a few things and that's and that's fine uh one of uh one of which has uh, uh, been pretty busy with life lately. So hopefully I'll get to see more of her in the near future. 
So actually, that's interesting because I, I that that brings me into the very next question I wanted to ask. Was there a particular reason you decided to join the the like this large community, or was it like all done on a whim? It was basically all done on a whim. I was like, I had a thought. I think I don't know if I had. I must have seen. Sorry, my brain <laughs> trying to form a sentence. You're good. Go ahead. I must have seen some kind of role playing in guild because I was running through the game and one day I was just like, I think I want to try role playing or not running through the guild. I was just running through the game and enjoying the game and enjoying questing, but I was just enjoying being in the game and I didn't want to have to run around and complete quests. I just wanted to like hang out with other people and enjoy the game with them. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I think that's kind of under the same category as role playing. And then I think a day later I saw um, someone from the divine conclave advertising in zone chat and like Mm -hmm. putting out the call. And I was like, Hey, that looks like something I would be interested in. And here you are. The rest is history. I applied and I obsessed over who I wanted (laughs) who I wanted her to be. I immediately went and changed my character's name to give her a last name. Cause when I first created her, she only had a first name. Didn't even think I needed to, to make a last name for her when I created her. Cause I hadn't even thought of role playing yet. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, immediately I need a last name and I need to do my research on this guild. And then when I found out how structured they are, Mm-hmm. And how many events they run every day? I oh yeah, like, what in at minimum? The... <laughs> yeah, just in case, like for anybody out there listening to this, uh, the guild that we're in, the Divine Conclave, and many of the other um, guilds all up underneath this this parent uh, community, the SoCon community, like our guild alone runs at least two events a night, uh, which is a lot. By the way, two already is a lot. Sometimes we have like four in a yes. night. Yep. And that's every single night. Oh, God. Every yes. week. Unless it's like holidays. But they're, it's like, it's full time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when I saw that and when I realized just how big it was, I was like, am I cut out for this? Because everybody seemed to have such a detailed backstory and a very well-established character. And I was just coming in and I was like, I am going to be a buffoon among royals here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You've done great so far. Like, really, truly and honestly. Um, We, uh, uh, our, our characters first met in Cold Harbor. And I remember you were telling me, and you were just like, I believe, I remember you messaging me after a minute of not being a, of not re, like talking, and you're like, I'm sorry, I'm just I'm a little overwhelmed. Uh, there's a lot going on right now, and I'm kind of lost. And I was like, No, 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 it's okay, it's perfectly fine. I get it. it. There's a lot. Yes, there was a lot. Yeah, and I felt bad because I was trying to catch up with everything everybody else had typed and then i saw that you had messaged or you had emoted to to shalandi mm-hmm. and that was like a whole page of scrolling continuing to the bottom and i was like oh lord this person thinks i'm ignoring them oh, and no. then i'm rude 
I did. Uh, I did shed. I, I did shed a little tear. Not gonna lie. I'm joking. I didn't <laughs> do that. I'm gonna say I do that. I don't. I always try to make sure people know that I'm not ignoring them. If I'm not ignoring them, if I'm actually ignoring them, I won't send them a message. <laughs> and that's fair. There, there are some people who uh, have mm, difficulties understanding that you don't want to be talked to right then and there. Which yes. actually, another good question uh, brought up by you, thankfully. Um, have you had any bad experiences role-playing so far? Um, not in our guild, no. No. Um, there was one little tiny hiccup of a event that I tried to do with a different guild. It's a very mm. new guild, and I offered my in-game house to host this role-playing event that they wanted to introduce i remember i remember you telling me about this yeah and like six people showed up and we were excited we were trying to set the scene and we the person who was organizing the event was under the impression that another person would be running the event and that person was under the impression that he was going to do it, and then somebody was under the impression that I was going to do it. I was like, I volunteered my house so you could, you guys could have a place to to do this, and I'd participate. But I didn't volunteer to run it, because I don't know what you want to do. Yeah, so you had, yeah, you had no idea what the event was about. And normally, yes. yeah, normally you have to have a lot of communication with other people about the event, either... Either, hey, are you going to just leave this whole thing to me and let me come up with something crazy and wacky and are awesome or sad or whatnot? Or is this going to be a group effort and we're going to work together to make this event happen? Yes. And it would have been fine because there was three of us that were serious about role playing. And the Mm -hmm. other three had never role played before, didn't know what it was, didn't even know there was a difference between the say, yell and emote lines like had never done anything like that they were we were trying to explain it to them and they just weren't getting it and then the one lady that was really trying to set everything up had was marked offline and so i was trying to whisper her like hey this is not working these people do not understand what we're doing let's just try to like wrap it up and just kind of keep it light and and she wasn't getting that and she was getting really frustrated that these people were not cooperating Oh, and I no. kept, I kept like trying to wrangle him in, like, "Hey, we're not, no, we're not decapitating anybody in here right now." Oh my god! We're not smearing blood on the walls. She's still intact. Oh and no! Yes, it was a little bit of a fiasco. I didn't take it seriously. I thought it was. I was laughing behind the keyboard because I could see that this person was getting very frustrated, and this other person was just living his best life, just kind of role-playing the way he thought he was supposed to and it was was he uh, was he trying to murder somebody is that what i'm getting from you yes but it wasn't like real he was like he was like uh actually he was in our guild for like one minute and then i think he was removed because people realized he was a troll oh no oh no um so he would start to sound like he was role playing and then he would immediately take a hard left and be like I need all your gold so I can go buy a lot of 
female oh, companionship. I think I know who you're talking about. Yes, oh no. Okay. Yes. No, not to uh, everybody out there, not to not to not to knock on anybody in the community. I just want to say that now. But no. you, you know a troll when you know a troll. Yes. Oh no. Oh, I forgot all about that guy. Oh no. So yeah, I I was laughing. I was able to laugh it off. Most of the rest of the other people were able to laugh it off, but the one girl that was really trying to set up the scene because she wanted to get role-playing into the guild was just so frustrated because she had spent so much... When you spend so much time developing a story and trying to Mm -hmm. present it to somebody and it's utterly shat on, it's really disheartening. And I felt so bad for her and I literally could not get a hold of her. Oh no, that poor girl. No, it's never fun. It's never fun when you have an event but that you can't that you've been trying to set up like um uh, a good example is these paladin quests and these curate quests in our community um and again uh just really quick so everybody out there knows uh in our guild you have to um you kind of have to prove that you can handle your own dming in order to go up into the rank because as you get up into the higher ranks you do have to take on some dming responsibilities not the one that uh, Shalandi here is trying to go to uh, the Paladin rank, but like once you get to Paragon and stuff like that, like you have to prove that you can DM because you might be leading some events. A good example is is those quests because like you you have to um, you have to spend so much time making these things, and if they don't work out, then there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, like nope. I, I luckily I haven't seen a Paladin quest or a Hurit quest go. Un- unanswered like as soon as someone posts one of those um the player who ever posted uh which right now was two of you um three of you actually um there's you uh there's jobu uh good man jobu and then there's bernard who has his uh um holy forge coming up his holy forge weapon quest coming up oh right. i thought his was already completed uh his cure quest is done so uh basically uh, before you can get to the Holy Forge, uh, you have to go through a curate quest. Joe Boo is going to his curate quest now. And then after your curate quest, and after some time has passed, I believe, you can go on to do your Holy Forge quest, which is what makes you your holy weapon, which you can use role-playing-wise in this holy guild, uh, just to make it really simple for everybody out there listening. Yep, yes. That is correct. Yep. So by the time you get to this point where you're doing your own paladin quest, you're doing your curate quest, you're doing your materials quest, people know your character so well and they spent so much time with you that they're like ready to jump on and be like, yes, let's do this. I'm so excited. Um, And I'm excited for legitimately all three of these quests. Oh, yes. Yep. It is exciting. Like I thought I was super nervous when I started forming it. I had no idea what to do. But once I started typing it out and really envisioning it, and you and I spoke earlier about this, um, getting in game and getting into where you're going to be for your quest and and absorbing that environment really helps Mm -hmm. to form the quest because you Mm -hmm. can envision it better. Right. I can Oh no, I, I I work the same way. Like I prefer to get into the game to where the characters are, to where all the players are going to be, and then use that um, use that site or use that environment to type up the whole thing. I recommend that to anybody who's role playing in an MMO, um, to or or something of that nature or in a game to to go into the area that you want to be role playing or trying to set up the scene and actually just 
sitting down and absorbing the environment around you, and that will help you fill out your event or your quest or whatever it is have you so yeah i'm really excited for this quest i was super nervous going in but now that i've gotten some stuff down on on a document and i'm envisioning it like now i'm like have i written too much is it going to take too long <laughs> mm -hmm. but i'm excited uh, to see how it turns out me too i'm i'm really excited uh maybe we'll even update the the listeners to to what happened during your quest um <laughs> It so was I a complete failure. <laughs> yeah, I got I got one more thing. Was there, uh, and this might be a little bit of a hard topic. So if you want to skip this one, that's perfectly fine. Okay. Is there any topics that you were kind of scared of popping up in role playing that might personally um, uh, become adverse to your role playing experience? Um, any topics like in game? Yeah, like in character. In character, because, no. Yeah. Because you have, like, you have things that, like, freak you out. Like, I, I cannot handle children getting hurt. Now, and, it, like, if I'm role-playing and that happens, I, I kind of just suck it up and let it go. But, like, if people ask me, I, I prefer to tell them, hey, listen, I really just don't like it when children get hurt. This is something that happened to me in the past. I, I just, I don't enjoy it. So if we could avoid that, I'd rather avoid that. But when it comes to in character, I, we don't have any control over that because these events are just happening. And I was just wondering, like when I wake up or not when I wake up, but like when I'm role playing sometimes and I'm going on random events or not random events or just events in general, I'm always afraid that this one thing is going to pop up. Basically, my question is, is like, do you have anything like that yourself? No, because of the guild that we're in. Also, because I'm speaking to your fear our guild is is definitely it's it's a hard 18 plus guild. You can't have any characters that are under 18. You can't write about any characters. I was just um I had just proposed for my quest that we use a child um to like save them, to rescue them and make sure they got back to safety and they were reunited with their family and my mentor was like, "Nope, we can't do that. We can't write about kids. We can't include children at all." And I was like, "I get it." So for lots of reasons, lots of reasons. Right. So basically, the the community here is sort of safeguarding you from from anything that might be considered traumatizing, triggering, traumatizing. Yeah. There's no children in in guild or guild events. Um, and also because our guild is is more of a holy order, I I get a I get a little uncomfortable with like, um. like black magic mm -hmm. and i know a lot of characters get really deep into black magic and dark magic in this game and i'm like okay that's cool i don't really know how to relate to that or what to do with that mm -hmm. so i'm just gonna stay away from it and so uh, i don't really have to worry about that other than like defeating black like i don't mind going on quests to defeat people that that deal with black magic i just You're don't like want to be on that side yeah like in uh for for i guess for relative sake or, or for just to make sure people can understand what we're meaning by black magic here in elder scrolls that means necromancy that means magic relating to the daedra uh which are basically this this universe's demons um are yes. the daedra lords which are this are princess princes uh Lords, Daedric lords, Daedric princes. Anyways, Daedric princes. Yeah, which are basically the the demon lords of the of the universe and so on. 
Yes. Yeah. And I don't like demons and anything to do with like paranormal demons in real life. Like I have a big thing about not even watching uh, horror movies in my house, like specific horror movies about the paranormal, because I don't want them to open portals (laughs) in my house. I don't want to open any doors that I can't close kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I've heard some pretty scary things and I've seen some some spooky things and i felt some spooky things i'm I'm pretty sensitive to that kind of spiritual mm-hmm. uh, place places mm-hmm. so i really try to stay away from it on all, on all fronts game in game out of game i gotcha yeah i gotcha so um, yeah that's that's basically like the main thing i wanted to avoid in role playing which is something that's easily avoidable avoidable in our guild Right, yeah, because like, there's not really a way for us personally to mess with that unless we're like running an event, and normally it's to go slay the big bad thing. Exactly, and that's like that's easy to do. That's like you're going to slay the thing. You're doing the right thing by slaying the thing. So, right, right, right. Yes, yeah. There's that. Okay. Well, um, to be honest with you, I think we've been recording for a while. Like it's nine eleven now. I think we started at like eight fifteen. Uh, something like that. Uh, so really quick, we're uh, this is okay. This is awkward. Uh, or not awkward. This is just something that I wanted to start doing. Um, is it okay if I ask you where you're calling from? Uh, right now I'm calling from the state of Georgia. Awesome, because I'm I'm I've got a little map here, and I'm starting to put pins in it whenever I uh whenever I get someone on here, and I and I'm gonna just keep putting pins in until. Things are completed, or, or I've gotten people from a certain area, or I've gotten, I've gotten someone from one of every state, or something ridiculous like that. There's no point in me doing it. I just want to be like, hey, you're my first Georgia call. I mean, I okay, so I guess it's worth noting, I'm in Georgia currently, but I'm going back to Washington, where we're from. So I mm. guess I would prefer to tell people that I'm from Washington State. <laughs> okay, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll cut the pen in half and... Put half of you in Georgia and half of you in Washington. I appreciate that. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, okay. Do you have any, uh, since we're near the end of the episode, do you have any last words you want to spout out to whoever will listen? Dun, dun, dun. Any last words? Um, I don't know. If you're just, if you're listening and you're interested in getting into role playing and you're nervous about it, uh, I'm going to give the same advice that I got from that six hour YouTube video. Um, just jump in and don't overthink it because if you overthink it, you won't do it. And I swear to God, if your child, if you are role-playing a character who is the child of important character A and important character B, uh, but they were sent back in time because of um, important character C, <laughs> I am going to personally, and then that's, I have nothing else. I have nothing to follow up this threat with. Nobody... I can't. No. I can't do. I can't do anything to anybody. Just I don't will, do it. I w- I will cry. All right. No, and then, no power and, playing. And 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 we will all feel bad because there's a grown man crying. All right. Yeah, you're just gonna make a bunch of people feel bad. Just educate yourselves. All right. Well, thank you, Shalandi, for for coming on. I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you for calling for Georgia, and and thank you for answering all my questions. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. 